Welcome to Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive, featuring conversations with performing artists and industry influencers on what it takes to succeed in the arts. I am your host, Diane Foy, and I believe that you really can make a living from your creative talents. As a publicist, podcaster, and coach, my mission is to educate, motivate, and empower you to thrive with authenticity, creativity, and purpose. Hello, and welcome to episode 36 of Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive. As we are beginning a new year and a new decade, I thought it was a good time to talk about future visioning. In episode number 33, we talked a bit about visioning and vision boards with Andrea Hendren, who is a mindfulness practitioner, Reiki master, and life coach. So definitely go back and check that out if you missed it. Today, I'm going to talk further about visioning. You know, you can do it in many different ways. There are some guided meditations that you can find online. Or you can just sit with a pen and paper and brainstorm everything that you want your life to be, everything that you want to accomplish. By taking a moment to really visualize what you want in your life, you can better determine the steps required to make it happen. Ten years in the future is a good time to think about because it's long enough away that anything is possible. Try not to think in reality during this process. Seeing if everything is realistic will come later when you break it down into goal setting. Imagine that you're living your best life. You've accomplished everything that was important to you. You can write out your 10-year vision, note form, create a vision board. You can write a story what your life is 10 years from now. If your inner critic starts telling you what you're visualizing is not possible, tell them nicely or not so nicely to get lost. You'll talk to them later when in the goal setting time, but right now, this is your time to dream. Anything's possible 10 years from now. What is your fearless vision of your creative career? And how does it fit in to your life? Picture it in your mind. Where are you? Where do you live? What does your home look like? Who's there with you? What is happening around you? What connections and relationships do you enjoy? What do you enjoy doing in your free time? Now, when it comes to your creative career, imagine your ideal work day. Where are you? What are you doing? Who's with you? Now, when you put yourself 10 years from now, you have to imagine that you've accomplished what you set out to. Imagine running into someone that you haven't seen in 10 years. What are your greatest accomplishments that you want to tell them about? 
And so now go back to work. So what are you doing today? What's the best day for you? If you're an actor, are you getting up early, going to a film set? Are you in rehearsals for a play? If you're a musician, where are you going? Are you going to the recording studio? Working with a producer that you've always wanted to work with? Or are you the producer? Are you going to rehearsal for a tour you have coming up? Is it a media day? Do you love doing media? <laughs> maybe you don't. So that might not be your ideal day, but maybe it is. If you are an outgoing person and you just love, you know, talking and meeting to new people and you get to go on television shows and radio shows and do all these interviews and photo shoots, that might be a fun day for you. If you're a dancer, are you preparing for a big show coming up or tour? Are you choreographing a new piece? What's your best day? Imagine big, like 10 years from now, everything that you wanted to accomplish, you've done 10 years from now. When I think of my 10 years, I could share mine. For my 10-year picture, I picture my life living Niagara-on-the-Lake. So just not too far from Toronto, but a little bit away, you know? And a nice small town, beautiful. And also, like, for because I, I love you performing artists, you know, Niagara's still, there's a lot of actors there with the Shaw Festival. There's a lot of creative people. Um, I live in a small house. That's a short walk to the lake. Also close to town. Good friends live nearby. We do a lot of winery tours. I have my own little wine cellar in the basement. That would be exciting. So in my house, I have a big, beautiful creativity room with large windows, with a beautiful view, and whatever type of creative outlet I'm jonesing for, the resources are there. There's a section for photography, little photography studio. There's a section for jewelry making, section for painting or crafts. A section with musical instruments. And it's all out in the open. So there's none of this bringing things out of the closet or storage, setting it all up, and then having to put it all away again when I change my mind and want to do something else the next day. <laughs> that is where my mind goes. Or I just live in mess. That's another thing. So I don't want that. I want enough room for it all to be out and just have its little sections. So if one day I do want to work on jewelry and the next day I want to paint and the next day I feel like learning how to play that guitar and mandolin I have, it's there. 
you know, of course I want this um, for myself, for my own creative outlet, but it's also a great room that with my coaching, this could be perfect place for a creativity workshop or retreat. Art therapy, it's good for the soul. Anyways, I got sidetracked with my creativity room. But the rest of the house is not that important. I'm limiting myself for the sake of time on this podcast, but I encourage you to keep exploring if you find yourself really getting into the details of your future life. Be sure to think of every aspect of your life, too. How's your health? How's your family? Do you have pets? For me, that's a given. So I guess next to that creativity room, I need an animal foster and rescue room set up. As mine will be the house where all the homeless cats and dogs live. Or stay. Maybe I'll be a master at fostering by then instead of foster failing. For my career in 10 years, I'm known as a leader in creativity coaching for performing artists, and I have clients all over the world. I have big names on my podcast all the time. I've written four or five books on the performing arts, personal branding, and creativity. I travel to exciting places to speak or host workshops. I have very successful group coaching programs and courses, in addition to my private one-on-one coaching clients. You musicians, actors, and dancers are still my tribe. I love you. I play a key role in helping you achieve success in the arts. That's my dream. That's my why. And I just want to be doing it on a bigger scale then and have an impact. I'm committed to you. Now are you just as committed? Where's your career in 10 years? Now, I encourage you to keep going down this path. But maybe before you create your overall 10-year vision story, it's good to think about every area of your life your social life and family relationships. Think about where you want to be with your family and your social life in 10 years. Brainstorm, write down everything to do with family and friends and your social life. Write a vision statement just for that. You can move on to career and educational aspirations. Write down everything to do with your career and things you want to learn. What about your money and personal finances? That's a topic that all us creatives tend to uh, avoid. (laughs) We don't want to think about that. That's, That's like serious. But again, 10 years, anything's possible. So in 10 years, what is your money situation? and your finances. If you're in debt now, you can envision that you've not only paid off your debt, you have savings. 
and just, you know, everything to do with your finances, write that down, make a vision statement about that. And again, always put it in present tense. So when you create your vision statement for whatever area of your life, make sure to use I and me statements and put some passion in it to it. Be excited. Another area is your health and recreation, leisure. What are you doing on your free time? Are you a world traveler? Do you love travel? Do you love sports? If you're a musician, of course you love music. But if you're a dancer or you're a actor, maybe you always want to learn how to sing. Maybe this is that's what you do as your hobby. What's your life routine? What are the responsibilities that you have in 10 years? Do you own your house? How do you contribute to the world? How do you give back? What's your passion in helping others? And definitely make sure you cover your mental, emotional, and spiritual life. Write a vision about that. Where do you see yourself in 10 years when it comes to your your emotional and mental health? Doing all that, again, it helps lead you to writing that 10-year vision. Once you have your 10-year vision written down in a story or in point form or on a vision board or a vision book, you know, there's lots of different ways that you can do this. Now it's time to really think about putting it into action. So all of these things that you want in 10 years, where would you be or where would you have to be in five years? What will you have to have accomplished in five years to be on your way to achieving that 10-year vision? Do you believe your 10-year vision is possible? Why or why not? Write it all down. So write down all the things that you need to have accomplished in five years to be on your way to your 10-year vision. And we're getting closer to reality time. Now, what would you like to have accomplished one year from now? For now, you could still stay in a little dream world, but you got to get a little bit more realistic here, too. So brainstorm. Again, play, this is the time to play and, and imagine anything's possible. Write down everything you could think of that you want to accomplish in the next year. Same thing, you can include every aspect of your life. I think I would do that for now. Just write down everything that you want to accomplish this year, whether it's your career or not, everything. And then later you can look at this list and group similar items together, things that can form one big goal. So like if you've written down a lot of things that you could do that they all kind of are what you need to 
do in order to release an album next year? That would form one big goal. You want to write a script. All these things could be leading to that. Whatever it is, next you want to highlight or circle your highest priorities. We all want to do a million things, but in order to actually make progress and make things happen and achieve things, we have to narrow it down a little bit. So what are your highest priorities? Look at all those things that you said you wanted to do this year and accomplish. What are the things that a year from now, if, if you haven't accomplished them, you'd be upset? You'd be disappointed in yourself. You didn't focus enough. And what are the things that, you know, if it, if it doesn't happen in a year, you're okay with that. Eh, that could be next year's goal. So these are some things to think about. Ideally, you want to narrow it down to one or two or three, depending on how big the goals are, two goals for the year, two main goals. Write a one-year vision. Same as before, be sure to write it in present tense as if it's happening now, not the past or the future. Put yourself in one year. In one year, I have accomplished this. I am living where? I could definitely go on and on and down this path, but I know for myself and for my coaching clients, this process can be overwhelming. It's a lot, especially when you get to the point where you're breaking that down into goals. So I'll leave you with that for now, and we'll tackle goal setting in future episodes. But I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you have fun doing the 10-year and one-year that's all I got for you. And so, have you joined the Facebook group for Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive? I am creating a community for performing artists, for musicians, actors, dancers, and industry influencers to join the group. I have lots planned for this year, but I, I want it to be a place where if you have a question about anything, you can reach out in the group and get support from me or from your fellow performing artists or other industry experts that are in the group. I'm trying to think of little mini lessons that I can either on Facebook Lives or maybe put a little mini course in there. If you're enjoying the podcast, if you've been listening for a while and you are enjoying the episodes, it would be amazing. Be sure to subscribe, yes, because then you get the episodes before everyone else. But if you could review it, that would be amazing. Even if you don't use Apple Podcasts, if you could pop on there and write a review, I would very much appreciate it. I'll give you a shout out on the show. And if you have any questions for me, I want to do more solo shows. What can I teach you? What do you want to learn about the industry? 
being a creative entrepreneur, publicity, PR, marketing, branding, communications, anything like that. And if I were to create a, a freebie, an ebook, a resource for you, what topic do you want it on? What do you want to know? Maybe join the Facebook group and tell me. Or you can always email me. I'm Diane at DianeFoy.com. Or Diane at SingDanceActHrive.com. For a transcript of this episode, visit SingDanceActHrive.com slash 036. Thanks for listening to Sing, Dance, Act, Thrive. Be sure to join the mailing list at dianefoy.com to gain access to exclusive bonus content, a weekly newsletter, and an invitation to our private Facebook group of purpose-driven performing artists and industry influencers. 